Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Android Central Podcast. My name is Shruti Shaker. I am the interim editor-in-chief, and I have my lovely friends with me after literally an hour of troubleshooting and figuring out his audio. Hi, Nick Sutrick. I don't even want to talk anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you almost had that. That's true. Well, I got that like three weeks ago or whenever the last time I was supposed to podcast, so. Well, we're happy that you're on and we kind of figured out your issues. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, I've got Cherry Holdenbrand. Hi. 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 All my shit works. (laughs) And I've got Andrew Myrick. Hi. I'm here. Hello. Hello. Okay. Let's get uh, right into some of the articles that we wrote this week and things that happened this week. Uh, The first thing I want to talk about is an article that one of our freelancers wrote to Shaka Armstrong. um, And it's such a fun article and it, I I loved it. It's titled, I tested the Pixel tablet and Nest Hub Max in my kitchen. Here's the best one. And what I love about this article is it's not technically a versus. I mean, it is a versus because you're looking at two different devices to see which works best, but he wrote it in a very much of an editorial style. And um, and I loved it. And I want to know what you guys think. I mean, we've had this conversation quite a bit about, you know, do we like the Pixel tablet as a replacing device for the Nest Hub Max? Will it potentially be the reason why Google rethinks its smart home division? I mean, we've talked about this quite a few times. What did you guys think of this article? I loved it. It really highlighted the shortcomings for for doing that the pixel tablet it may be cool you may love it and it may work great but it is not a replacement for the nest hub because two very big issues the audio routing and the lack of being able to tell who's speaking good point yeah and i mean i think the other thing too is that like it i don't think anyone ever thought that the pixel tablet is a, a direct replacing device for the Nest Hub Max. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people did. Fair. A, a lot of people assume, you know, that it would work and then maybe they haven't bought one yet and they're still thinking it. Well, now you know this, this, this gentleman did that testing for you. Yeah, for sure. Nick, did you want to say something? I thought it was interesting what, what you were saying about the, um, the speakers because if you use Google Assistant's voice match, right, that's one of the probably the coolest things about a nest hub is walking by or talking to it and then seeing that your name is on there talking to it and it recognizes that so it can personalize settings and stuff and you know i i think that's probably one of the the better reasons to pick that aside from the price right half half the price of the competing product is kind of hard to say no to anyway but I really like those kinds of settings in this particular scenario because when you're in the kitchen or when you're in a communal place, I know there are plenty of times when I'll be trying to say something to my Nest Hub or whatever, and somebody else is talking or some music is playing or just some other sound is happening that could otherwise mess up the command and then you get all annoyed and got to do it again, right? So if you have that little personalization feature and you can tell, okay, it's hearing me, my name's on it, I know this, that's just, it's just nice, right? You know why I like it? <laughs> why? I, I, I've set mine up so when it's my wife giving it the same commands as me, it says naughty little things back to her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, you couldn't do that with, if it didn't have voice match, so I love it. 
It's just true. Totally. Um, I'd love to hear what Andrew has to say, because Andrew, you are the one who did the review of the Pixel tablet. And, you know, as much as you like certain aspects of it, there were a lot of parts that you didn't like. I think one of the things that I remember or stuck out to me the most from your review was the fact that the tablet is it's kind of hard to just remove it from the hub or like the, the little stand thing that it comes with. So you almost have to pull it or pro- not not forcefully but it's just it's 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 still a little awkward to to work so i don't know what what did you think about this article i think that uh T'Chaka killed it i think he did a really good job covering pretty much all of the bases including stuff that i didn't cover in my review um but yeah i, I my biggest problem with either one of these at the moment and pretty much all of google's assistant stuff is the unreliability so I just like my wife has it never listens to her. It never it never picks up that she's trying to turn on or turn off the lights. I have to say it. Even if I'm in another room, it picks up what I'm saying. Um and that's what I think that they need to improve on more than anything else. Yeah. But I think I think Tashaka did a really good job at, at covering everything here. And that that's that's weird. They they're tried they're doing things to try to fix that, Andrew. But for, I would say, at least half the people, it's making it worse. Yeah. You know, you know, can't fix it by making it not work for the people that it works. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And there's really, like, I don't, I don't want to go to Amazon, like the Alexa slash Echo stuff around the house. I like Google because it was kind of the one-stop shop. And, like, I would go to HomeKit. But the problem with HomeKit is there's no smart displays. And I like having one in the living room. and one in my office and one in the kitchen, but that doesn't work with HomeKit stuff. You know, having a smart display that you can use in your kitchen is right up Apple's alley. I'm amazed that we don't have one. I am really surprised about that too, because I have to agree. There are rumors that they're going to do it with, I think, um, if I'm remembering correctly, it'll be like the the next iPad mini. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but I, 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 there's nothing concrete, and we won't know until they tell us. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I love smart displays, and I know when the first, I think it was just called Google Home, right? The the display, when the first one came out, whatever it's called Nest Hub now. Um, I think I wasn't sure about the concept initially, um, but you know, over the years, it has really grown on me. Aside from always being a great photo frame, which I think it has always excelled at. And like, yeah, I know before this thing came out, I thought digital photo frames were trash and I didn't understand why anybody ever wanted one. But this thing is like total game changer for digital photos, just having them there on your counter or whatever. And I can't tell you how many times we walk by and we're like, oh, look at that, you know, like, or, you know, just just something similar to where it evokes You're emotions. such a loser, Nick. Oh, uh, my God. God. You are the biggest loser ever. Well, I'm sitting here about to agree with him, but now I'm not. I'm like, you're a loser. Why? What did I do? <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. What? I still don't see the purpose of a, a smart frame. Like, I, I mean, I guess it's nice. It's cute because obviously you can see you know, your pictures and stuff, but I just, I don't know. I really still don't understand the purpose of it. Do you have one? Uh, I, my parents do, but I don't, I still don't care for it. That's fair. I, I, I really like mine, but very special use case. Uh, the camera that's focused on my front door 
lets me see if it's the UPS man. That works. So, because it would take me forever and a day to get to the door and he'd be gone by then. But I can, if it's the UPS guy, I can hit a button and say, I'm on my way. Please don't leave. And then they leave anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. um, Okay. Let's talk about nothing. I Every time this company does something, I'm like, is it really worth talking about? But um yeah <laughs> okay anyways uh so the title uh, that we wrote is nothing's first wearable may have your favorite cheap android smartwatch in its site so essentially uh, a leaked internal marketing banners of nothing's cmf branded smartwatch show off a square display with rounded corners and it could retail for um inr 4499 or around 55 dollars um, nothing's first smartwatch will apparently sport a 1.96 inch AMOLED screen with a peak brightness of 600 nits. Its battery will pur- 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 purportedly, wow, I can't say that word, last uh, up to 13 days with the always on display feature turned off. Uh, additionally, the leak reveals other CMF branded gadgets like a 65 watt GAN charger and noise canceling earbuds. I don't know, guys. What do you think? You really want me to say what I think? Yeah, I do. I don't think you should buy anything from this company ever. I don't trust this company any further than I could throw it. Why? Because Why? Why? It seems to me like this company is nothing more than a way to show, look, we can make these designs and we can make them cheaply. Please buy my company. And I don't, I think, what they would like is to not be around in three years to be part of, you know, sucked up by let's look at the watch. Uh, if they could make this Apple iWatch ripoff of $400 cheaper, Apple would love to know how. Yeah, it's true. And buy us and we'll tell you. It's, it's not a bad angle. I, I, I kind of understand. I just feel, I, I just feel that nothing is very gimmicky. Yes. A- everything that they've, produced has been very gimmicky and very almost like a novelty type of item and and i know we've given you know good ratings for the nothing phone for the most part i just don't see it being a serious brand and i don't know if that is just me thinking that Uh, i i think the the gimmick is to try to grab the attention of consumers, which in turn will get the attention of other companies. And if, if my theory would hold true and you want some company to snap you up for your designs, your designs have to be good. So I think we all can agree that the, the phones are pretty good. Yep. Uh, this watch will probably be pretty good, especially for its price. And that's, it's gotta be that way. It's gotta be good. If you want someone whether a consumer or another company to buy you. Makes sense. I I think I I like the way they do their marketing strategy because we have so many other companies uh, out there, particularly Chinese brands, right, that make a lot of interesting products. Um, I feel like a lot of Chinese brands really go out of their way to do something new and different all the time. But I don't know that it necessarily gets noticed more than just the initial, you know, here's this new product. It's got this insane display or crazy huge battery or it's super thin. And then does anybody talk about it in two weeks? 
and I don't really think they do, and maybe they sell okay, but I think nothing has done a good job of building a brand that is, is really just a hype brand, mm-hmm. and it keeps the hype cycle going, re- regardless of the products, good or not, okay? The, the brand itself is entirely a hype brand, and I think that's why a lot of stuff like this uh, you know, gets the spotlight for as long as it does because people are always expecting something different from them. And so far, they've been pretty good about um, delivering it. I'm, I kind of want to go back off. And first of all, I agree with, with what you said, Nick, but I want to go back to what Jerry said, which is um, the quality of the product. And like the fact that they're saying that this is going to be around $55, that's screams cheap like not just price but like quality of, of i agree yeah but if and and i don't think on the functionality side i don't think it's going to compare to anything from samsung google or apple no as far as you know how it operates but the quality of the way it's built may surprise us all yeah uh, yeah there's no reason that you know the silicon they use for the band or the stainless they're using for the watch body that could be very high quality and if they can pull off high quality at 55 bucks that makes it really interesting but but i i think that i mean obviously we'd have to see if that actually is the case but right i also i mean i don't what are they doing to get the qual like if it is really really good quality like what are they doing to get it really good quality and be able to charge so little. Do you know what I mean? Like it kind of doesn't make sense to me and that is what worries me. Yeah, I I don't know how popular the ultra minimalist fitness bands still are, but I know when they first came out, um, a lot of people wanted them. And a big reason for that was the fact that you could get a Xiaomi band for like literally 10 bucks, right? Like they, they cost almost nothing at that time. And I don't know, I'd have to go Google it or ask Michael or something how much these things cost anymore. But I would imagine this is probably in the same ballpark. Yeah. And this looks more like a watch than a fitness band. And if somebody is in that market looking for a specific style to wear, because ultimately a watch is a piece of jewelry, if they're looking for a specific style to wear and this fits that and it's dirt cheap, they might pick this over a you know similarly specced or you know functionally similar fitness band that's around the same price that and if you buy this and put it on your wrist at first glance it's going to look like you're wearing a expensive apple watch and a lot of people would want that sure yeah that appearance like if people are going to buy this they're a hundred percent going to buy this because it looks so similar to an apple watch and if people can't afford an apple watch but can afford this then they can trick people into be thinking that, oh, they're also wearing an Apple Watch, right? Like it, it yeah. style alone speaks volumes that it's so similar to an, an, an Apple Watch. And sure, I, I just feel like that might be right. a, a b- case for people to buy that. Big stainless steel block with an orange band from across the room, you're going to think, you know, uh, Apple Watch, what was it, 8 Pro, whatever it was, that one that the ultra ultra yeah it it looks kind of like an ultra yeah and that's uh a lot more than 55 bucks (laughs) yeah what is that like almost a grand for that it's a lot of money something like that yeah crazy well anyways i guess time will tell i'm very curious to know what the um quality of this watch will look like and i'm sure i'm sure nick will nick or actually rather michael might end up getting the watch but if it if it is a real thing and it 
does get released, um, I'm sure we'll test it out and it'll um, it'll all work out. Okay, um, let's talk about an article that uh, Andrew wrote um, and got published like literally today. Um, it's called, I spent a week with the Z Fold 5 coming home. Um, and I love that. I love that you did this because you did this with the Galaxy or rather the Pixel Fold as well. And it's so specific in terms of like what you what you did with the phone and how you felt using the phone, um, almost, you know, your experience with it. So tell us a little bit about this article. Yeah, it's just the same as the Pixel Fold. Um, <clears throat> Nick sent me his Fold 5 review unit. So those podcast listeners who think I bought one anyways. Uh, yeah, nope. Didn't do that. Uh, I still have not purchased one for myself, if it matters. Um, <clears throat> but I have been using it as my main phone since I got it. And it's really just the same. Um, I don't, there's nothing going to the, going to the fold five from the pixel fold. There were some quirks. Uh, like I really like Google's implementation of the sliding, uh, taskbar. That was, I think the thing that took me the longest to get over. Um, cause I would keep swiping up from the bottom slowly and I would just keep either invoking Samsung pay or bringing up the multitasking menu. Um, instead of trying to show all the apps that I want, even with the, do you not have your taskbar pin? I do. And I would still do it anyways. <laughs> Funny muscle memory then. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, it's the phone. It's uh, the fold five is the fold four with a different paint scheme. Yeah, that's fair. Well, didn't we kind of, didn't we kind of feel like that was the case with almost everything that was announced from Samsung this time around, like it, they weren't major changes to the, to the actual devices. Yeah. The, that's what all you guys thought. The flip five is the only one that had any major changes. Yeah. Except for the flip five. I love the new hand. Oh yeah. I thought about that. I don't ever, I, I always want to say that. Whenever we talk about That's it. fair. Even with using Nick, using it first for a while and then sending it to me, there are no creaks, no cracks, no like, Wow. Nothing in that hinge. And it's so much, it feels so much thinner compared to the Fold 4, even though it's not actually, it's a lot thinner, but it's not like a different phone thinner. Right. The two halves are identical. The The yeah. difference is basically only the hinge, right? Yeah. So, so the thing that pieces the two halves together is what makes it different. Other than that, if you put them next to each other, especially unfolded, good luck telling them apart. I mean, I guess if you look at the camera modules on the Mac, on the back, there's like a slight difference, but you know. Yeah, I think they moved the flash. Yeah, the flash is on the right side instead of on the bottom. So they could sell more so. cases. That's it. Yeah, if they don't change it, they won't steal. Yeah, there was no, right. there's no real reason. Well, I shouldn't. I shouldn't assume that. I'm not a phone engineer, but I will. They did it to sell more from, cases. From this perspective, it seems like they did it to sell more cases. <laughs> uh yeah i but okay so you said that there's the hinge I, I the funny thing is is i keep forgetting that that was a major change that they made with this phone and i don't know why it like i wonder if it has to do with the way samsung's marketing this phone like i feel like they should be highlighting that hinge so much more especially if you see a visible difference in the fold four versus fold five. Like anyways, but I, I'm wondering, Andrew, um, 
the actual crease on the phone are is it like is is it the same or is it is there a visible difference it's it's essential it it might be the differences are 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 super minor Mm. if if there are differences at all i couldn't tell any difference either yeah it it feels the same i really tried to find a difference yeah it's it's basically the same yeah sure i know you and i share a the same love hate relationship yeah with folding phones and part of it is the crease I can tell you that the thing I like least about the Flip 5 is that crease. Yeah, that's my biggest... I mean, it all has to do with the, the way the the materials they use for the fold and the flip, right? I mean, that really is the, the, the plastic case. protector, yeah. Yeah, it, it's just... It's awful. It looks so ugly. It's like the notch on an iPhone. It's there... And you see it. Is it though? No, I I don't I could not compare the two because when you look at the notch, yeah, it's there, but it's not physically bothering you. Like the full I mean it's physically taking up screen real estate real real estate. We all yeah, like but, and hate differences. Yeah, but 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 I, I what I mean is like I would physically be able to touch right a bend in a phone that's a foldable that's what that's my issue that that i don't physically like to feel that you know like i think it's weird but but yeah it's i bad. mean if, if, it is if you bad. if you feel the same about you know i think jerry has always said this like you can everyone has the right to like or dislike something like i'm not discounting what you are disliking about the notch i just physically detest that crease like the feeling of that crease is awful no, that's not even what i was going to say about it like i don't care about the notch because after a while you don't notice it anymore and that's my feeling about oh, the crease in the middle mm-hmm. of phones i just you notice it for a while and then you don't if you use it for a while I, I think it's one of those things though i i don't see myself ever stopping to notice that that crease is there maybe visually because a lot of times and and i had to have never used the new fold so i'm speaking all about the flip here i don't even see it depending on what's on your display you don't see it but man when you put your finger near that part of the screen it's just like a huge mountain there it's 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 weird yeah yeah and i i feel like it's less offensive on the fold because it's a vertical crease in the middle Could be. whereas yeah. on yeah. the flip I think it's more of a distraction because you are moving your finger up and down when you're scrolling stuff. And it's yeah, just low enough to where your thumb will hit it. Yeah. Maybe not every time, but often enough to remind you that it's still there. Right. So if it if you hate it, I get it. Let's take a quick break, guys, and we'll be right back. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Indeed's streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job according to Indeed data from the U.S. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. Candidates you invite to apply are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search, according to U.S.'s Indeed data. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com ACP. Offer good for a limited time. 
Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash ACP. Indeed.com slash ACP. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, uh, I am. I love this article. I think it's so much fun. Um, Nick wrote this article. It published yesterday, day before yesterday. I can't remember when, but... It's titled Dark Mode is a Lie. Uh, I just think it's it's so good. It's such a good article. I'll let you talk about it, uh, Nick, but um, I have a lot of thoughts about it, or rather just about dark mode in general. But why don't you tell us about the article? So to start off, I want to be clear that I love dark mode. I have been one of those people who has been pushing for dark mode for years, and I don't know why it took Android and everybody else so long to like officially incorporate this into the OS, but I think on like the Huawei phones and all the other ones that I used long time ago that sort of pushed this thing first, it was like, why aren't we doing this on more OLED phones in particular? Like this is a really amazing thing. But I think the, the part of the problem is my PWM sensitivity, right? That That sort of brought this back into the spotlight. And the other part of the problem is that Dark mode over the years doesn't mean lights out, which is, to me, what real dark mode is, right? When you have a black background on an OLED, those pixels are off. It is literally dark. (laughs) Is that what most people assume? Like, I don't, I don't, this is where I, I don't know. I mean, is this, is that this industry standard? Like, if you were to speak to like a developer and you ask them, hey, what is dark mode to you? Like, what do you consider it? Is that the industry standard where it's lights out that means dark mode? See, I would have thought so, but there are so many apps these days that use this dim nonsense, and I don't understand the point of dim mode. I mean, okay, ignoring how displays work for a moment, even just from an aesthetic reason, right? If we're going for dark mode and we want either a light or a dark background, why are we choosing these like wishy-washy semi-dark colors for backgrounds? And like, I think Android 12 made this so much worse because it's now pushing colors and all this stuff. And when you pick dark mode, it just picks like a dark version of whatever color you pick. And I think it's really stupid. Um, I'd be fine if that were an option, like let me choose between dim and dark mode or whatever the heck definition we want to go in here. And, you know, that's that's why in the second paragraph I, I specifically highlighted that this is really the dim definition of dark mode that that has sort of overtaken the lights out mode. That is the problem. Right. I think one of the reasons why there, that is there, and I think I mentioned it to you as well when we were talking about this article and how you were going to write it was for some people. And I think I'm one of those some people. It's actually about the brightness of something like because of my astigmatism in both of my eyes like bright lights really affect me and so when i have dark mode on it actually like it's easier easier on my eyes right um anything like even our website um it's all white and it actually like it hurts my eyes so i wonder if i mean and I actually also find sometimes when it's lights out, that also hurts my eyes because it's like too much of a contrast for me. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and in that case, that's why I want the choice between dim and lights out. 
And too often, the only choices are light or dark, and then dark just depends on whatever app you're using or whatever phone you're using, and there's no real standard to what dark mode actually means. I just want to throw in there that the, I hate to use the word myth, but maybe one of you can think of a better word. Sure. That dark mode was designed to save battery life actually comes from Google. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Nexus S. I know the Nexus one had an OLED display, right? but the Nexus S and gingerbread is when Google really pushed the super AMOLED angle and, and Samsung was pushing it. Google actually said how much apps that use a black background can save battery life. That came directly from Google. And it technically it's true, but it has to be black as in zero as in off. Right. Anything else doesn't save battery life. Correct. Yeah. And that's, that's the other funny thing about this, right? Is like, even if you go into Google's, like on a pixel, right? You go into display options, you go to the choose your theme, okay? And the dark mode switch literally says, use a black background. This Switching this on uses a black background to save battery. Well, guess what? That's not what happens on a pixel. It ain't a black background anymore, and it hasn't been for a while. No, they, they really need to change that language. Or make it black. Or just make it black. Like, again, give me the option of, <clears throat> sorry, dim or black. And, like, true dark mode or, you know, whatever the in-between is if you want, right? Um, and then it, the other thing is because of how a lot of modern OLED displays work in particular, the dim dark mode is actually like running your display at a lower brightness all day long, which means that the flicker intensity of the display, because of how PWM works, is is higher than if you would just run it at either light mode or dark mode. Because now your eyes, again, even if you can't see it, your brain is now getting this really intense on-off, on-off, on-off. And a lot of these displays are, you know, 1,500, 2,000 nits. Like, they're really friggin' bright. So when they're, when they're flashing like this, and when they're displaying these darker colors that are not black that display has to be in that weird on off state a lot more often than if it were just light mode or just dark mode so now you're actually making it worse for your eyes because of it ironically that's crazy and i guess i i better throw this out there before somebody corrects me technically that saves battery life too because the cycle time is longer, which means it's in the off state longer. Right. It just doesn't save enough battery life for you to know. Yeah, I, I, I think there's like a very, very marginal difference anyway between light mode and like true right. lights out black mode. I, maybe a few percentage points depending on the apps you use. But you would have to use apps that primarily have like a black background taking up most of the screen, right? And I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not sure how many apps I use that have almost nothing displayed on the screen. Yep. I, I feel like there's there's some kind of picture or a video or something else there when I'm using my phone that is in place of a black background, right? So that, right. I, I think the battery savings point is kind of moot. It, it, if we want to talk about aesthetics, whatever, you know, that's that's always been sort of the war between light and dark mode anyway, is, is people yes. like the dope aesthetics of the dark mode. And, and I agree, I, I do too, but I need like proper lights out mode especially if we're going to be using amoled displays but you you hit on that on in your article that it's a, a user personal preference kind of thing i hate dark mode i want my screen to look bright and beautiful while i'm looking at it and i want it to be dark when it shut off 
in, in my pocket or on the table. So I don't use dark mode for anything. Uh, but that's just me. That, that's just what I like. That's fair. Totally. Okay. Um, I'm curious. I haven't actually checked uh, the comments on that article, but I'd love to know what other people think and if they agree or disagree with you, Nick. I might do that after, after we pod <laughs> just to see what people have to say. Um, I, the I, next I like it. And then you can filter them for me because I don't want to read them. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about um, an article that we wrote. And I specifically picked it because I know Jerry loves this company quite a bit. And I think everyone should be aware of this company more and more. Uh, but the article title is called The Fairphone 5 Goes o- Goes Official with a Promise of Software Updates to 2031. Uh, so essentially, uh, after renderings uh, back in June, the F- Fairphone 5 is now official. It has a modern design featuring a 90 hertz o- OLED display with a punch hole ca- cut out for the first time. The device sports dual 15 megapixel cameras and 30 watt fast charging. And of course, the thing that we love about Fairphone the most is that it is the most, if not the only truly sustainable uh, phone um, out there. Uh, We've talked about this countless number of times about how Google does this, Samsung, Apple, how they all talk about sustainability and saving the turtles. But truly, truly, Fairphone is the company that really does... um, you know, make that promise really true. Uh, and yeah, you know, Jerry, I think, I think you might have more to say about this. Well, I, I want to say too, they go a step further and they won't buy parts from suppliers who don't pay their workers fairly. To me, that's just as important, if not more than sustainable. I mean, I, I have no idea who's getting their cobalt from where and who mined it and what conditions those people are working under. But Fairphone checks, and if it's a bunch of kids in a trench working from dawn to dusk, they don't buy cobalt from that company. So, to me, I like that. I, I like that a lot. Uh, but this, this is, and I also want to say, you know, the, the Pixel 8 is coming out. Uh, it's not going to get Android 19. The Fairphone 5 is. Think about that. A little company from England, and Fairphone is a very little company on this sort of stage, can support their products better than Google or Samsung. That's incredible. That's enough reason you should be interested in this company. Uh, Their phones may not be the best flagship you can buy. This phone looks like it's getting closer. Uh, But that, that just can't be everything. At least to me, that can't be your entire decision about... Oh, specs, specs, specs. Usability, life, you know, measured in how long you're going to be able to use it. And it, on a lesser scale, repairability. Uh, you, you can repair technically the screen on an iPhone or a Galaxy phone, but you really can't. You're not going to be able to. Uh, I, I have taken the screen off my Pixel, and I'm going to say 99% of the people listening, you, 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 don't even want to try that. It it it's not something that you can do at a bench in your living room. And it's it's been a nightmare for years. Like I used to repair phones when Android like first became a thing, and I I had a, like a little I wouldn't call it a side business, but you know if I knew somebody who had a broken screen, I'd be like, oh yeah, I can order the part off eBay and do it for you. And then we got to right. It was like HTC One X or maybe the the M8 somewhere around that generation. The glue era. Oh my gosh. 
the the first one I did was the last one I did. Once that happened, I was like, nope, never again. Done with this side business. Peace out. <laughs> this is a nightmare and a half. Yeah. The, the Fairphone 5, it's just screws. Yeah, it's nice. You can replace you can replace the freaking main board in the phone with the screwdriver that comes in the box. And and in fact, so I wanted to ask this question because I'm curious and maybe you can ask them or I can email them or whatever, but so this one uses an OLED display. Right. And I know as soon as this was in, um, announced, uh, what, yesterday or whenever, um, a bunch of people in the PWM-sensitive community were like, oh, crap, here's another phone we can't use. You know, And a phone like this is a nice one because, again, you buy it and you can use it for many, many years and still have support. So if you can replace the display on this easily, could you replace it with an LCD? That's my question. It would have to have the right display driver and the part would fit I, I wouldn't count on that but it's worth asking them and i'll certainly ask yeah and and i know you know without going into the rabbit hole um i know a lot of people on there who are really tech savvy have tried replacing iphone oled panels with uh third-party ips panels and even that doesn't work because the display controller is what controls that PWM rate. So even on an IPS display, it's still doing the flickering crap. So I'd, I'd be curious to see if they would consider that as, you know, an alternative for these people who are like ultra sensitive and can't use any OLEDs you know, at all. This is the kind of company that if people with your condition would contact, enough of them would contact this company, I could see them maybe not making a separate model but doing everything they can to make their phone less impactful. Sure. That that's I've been in contact with this company several times in the past and I don't want to say I'm a big fanboy, but that's the kind of company this is. Right. They 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 say they care like all companies do, but then their actions show me that they care. And that that's a big difference when you Right. You know, they're never going to sell millions and millions and millions of phones, not with that attitude, but maybe that's not their goal. Maybe their goal is to just do something different and better. Right, and, and that's really refreshing, right? Like, it, it, again, most companies just aren't like that, and it's nice to see it. The, the only thing that lets me down is, and I'm waiting to hear back from them, right now it's a European phone. Right. Uh, they don't list the actual... Uh, you know, bands that the the modem uses to connect to your network, and the pre-order is you know it's in English. The page is in English, but it's in euros and for the European market. Right. So do they not do they not ship to North America? They like even if you try to buy it, they you they might. I I haven't heard back yet. They might ship to North America, but that's no guarantee it's going to work. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's that was the problem with the four. It didn't work very well in most places. That sucks. Yeah, and you'll probably get okay coverage with four G for a while, but if companies start sunsetting four G spectrum in yeah. order to make it five G, then it's not gonna work. You might be hosed, Th right? This this phone is warranted and and fully supported until twenty twenty eight. And by twenty twenty eight you're not gonna be able to use LTE A hundred percent, yeah. So that's that kind of bummed me out but i don't know i haven't heard back from him yet maybe i'm bummed for no reason and oh yeah we fully support all the lte bands that 
AT&T uses or something like that would be right. I would love to hear that. I would totally. Yeah. And, and also like if I, I mean, they should market to more countries. Like I think it is a great concept and yeah, I mean, I think more companies should be paying attention to a company like Fairphone. Truly. I really do. Agree. I agree. And if we all paid more attention to it, it would give them more incentive to sell them. In I North agree. America. Yeah, I fully agree. All right, let's talk about our last article, which is hilarious to me because I always find gimmicky stuff like this so gimmicky and funny. Um, okay, it's called Techno is the latest brand to unfurl a rollable phone concept. LOL, 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 LOL. Okay, so basically, Techno just showed off a rollable phone phone concept that expands sideways dubbed the phantom ultimate the display unrolls from 6.55 to a 7.11 inch panel via a motor when the device is rolled the extra part of the display sits at the back and is used as an always on screen lol 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 i always yeah. find these kind of concept phones so funny and laughable i mean no offense techno i mean i'm sure you're trying to do some wonders with your concept phone but it's never going to sell. It's it's not going to work. Like what's going to happen when like the fold is the the phone is rolled and then there's going to be fingerprints and there I don't know. I just There's a lot of variables there. Yeah. yeah and 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 I I guess sort of piggybacking off the previous story, right? Like this is this is probably not a phone that's going to see 5 years of support. No. No. <laughs> maybe maybe not even one. It's probably not a phone that's going to work in 5 years because it's got a motor. Uh, moving parts don't last very long in mobile phones. What is the point of a rollable phone anyways? I tell you what, a long, long time ago, LG, and I don't mean yep, the- everybody remembers this. I don't mean the one from a couple years back. I mean, like, from 12 years back. Oh, okay. They showed off, and it was in a test bench. It wasn't in a phone body. A screen, and it had a little crank on the side of it, and they would turn the crank, and the screen would roll out and expand. And then they would turn the crank the other way and it would roll back up. They were very forthright about why we'll probably never see that. And it was all about durability. Right. Uh, you, there's no glass over that screen. No ultra thin glass at all. It's all an OLED panel, which is very thin and very, very, you know, brittle. And, and it's covered with a piece of, of plastic. So it can bend, and it doesn't have a very long life. They they said that, you know, their, their testing showed it would in the hundreds of times before. Not millions, mm. but you use it a hundred times, and then it might break. Interesting. But still, what's, what's the point of it? Like, what is the point of a rollable phone? Well, their, their thing was that it can provide the big screen experience on a device that's small. Kind of what Samsung does with the flip. Yeah. And I could see that appealing to a lot of people if you've got a regular size phone and I can hit this button and these motors extend it out and it's the size of a freaking iPad. But yeah, I could see a lot of people would like that. Mm. Right. But it's just not going to last. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> the, the one that I saw at um, Motorola back in the spring was really cool. It was like a flip form factor, right? It, it felt a lot like the Pixel Fold size, Andrew. It's very, very similar to that size, and it's folded. Or I guess in this case, you know, rolled closed. And then when you 
double tap the power button to unroll it, it now gets taller so that you can have, I don't know, whatever taller content you want, or you can rotate the phone and now have a, a like a 16 by 9 display rather than whatever the heck aspect ratio it is all the way rolled up or all the way, you know, rolled in. Um, and it, it, the concept is super cool. Um, I think both that one and this one take the display and roll it around the back and then use that display in a different way when it's in that form factor. Like with Motorola's, they showed like the camera viewfinder when you were using the rear camera. So if you're taking a picture of somebody, they can see themselves and, you know, maybe pose better or like, it's it's a lot of niche little things, but I feel like it's when you do things like this, it's those niche little things and people who like those things, they go, yeah, that would work for my life. I would love mm. something interesting like this. Yeah, it's not going to appeal to everybody, of course, for sure. And I, I very, think very gimmicky, gimmicky. Yes, it's 100% I'm very gimmicky. curious of who's making these displays. Are they still? You know, I mean, is LG still working on something like this or? Is it Samsung or some other third company that entered the ring? Uh, because they possibly could have worked out some of the durability. I, I'm going to assume that it's better now than it was 12 years ago. But they, they could have worked out the durability issue. Right. Which would bring it that much closer to an actual product. Uh, I Still, though, I don't think that this is ever going to be at least not for a few. Probably not. And and I know, like, uh, the two of you will hate it right off the bat because it's a plastic screen. Oh, God. Hard pass. Hard pass. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it feels different from a plastic screen protector, but it's still plastic. So if, if that bugs you, there's really nothing else to say about it. Uh, unless they figured out a way to roll up glass. <laughs> That's the thing. Ten years ago, would any of us ever thought that Samsung could bend glass in half without breaking it? Probably not, no. Well, not only that, but mass manufacture this yeah, and have the, the failure rate as low as it is. Give it ten years, yeah. Um. Okay, well, on that note, let's talk about my favorite thing of the podcast, which is what made you happy this past week. Let's go first. I sort of got my audio issues sorted out. Does that count? <laughs> yes, I think it does count. <laughs> Man, oh, I wanted to I, scream before this. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. You I hope um I'm I'm happy to be talking on here again. That's really I guess there there you go. Whatever. I'm sure I need to come up with something else, but that's it for now. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Okay, who wants to go next? I get to mow my lawn today. Ooh. You got to mow your lawn? I that would make me very happy. Yeah, it's a mess, so it's just on my to-do list. Do, do you enjoy yard work? I love, nope. I really, no. oh my God, it's so calming. But if I said that I didn't have anything else, Ruthie would yell at me again. That's true. So I'm just not going to. I will say, I enjoyed yard work more when I didn't have an electric lawnmower. True. And the issue is not that it's underpowered or that it's electric or whatever, right? The issue is that I'm too cheap to buy two or three more batteries because they're expensive. <laughs> oh my God. So I get like a third of the way through my lawn and it dies and then I get all pissed off. Oh God. And then I can't mow the lawn again for another few days because I don't have the time. And by then it's a jungle. So I get through maybe a fifth of my lawn before it dies, oh right? Like gosh. it's just, it's been compounded this summer and I've, I've really like, I almost have a grudge against the thing and I need to just bite the bullet and... Get, get more batteries. Done. So, yes, that's what listeners, you if you have an electric lawnmower or if you're planning on it, buy a bunch of batteries. <laughs> okay, Jerry, your I, turn. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I had to look up a name. Uh, 
truly you'll like this i i keep getting these stupid emails about my free audible ebook that i know oh okay well, one 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 night i was bored out of my skull and i'm like all right i'm gonna shut you up and i hit the button and i, I grabbed two books uh one of them was the death of ivan Ilyich. it's a tolstoy novel and it's a psychological thriller novel. I enjoyed the novel, so I thought, cool. well, I'll listen to the ebook. It's narrated by Simon Preble. <sighs> and if you don't know who that is, he's uh from the British version of The Price is Right, and the he does all the promos for Thames Television. He's got an amazing voice. That's great. And it is just it it, it made me enjoy an ebook, and that's something I never thought. I would ever say interesting but, uh, okay if if you're a fan of ebooks just look and i'm sure he's done others i don't know any to tell you but uh the death of ivan Ilyich, it's it audible and it's narrated by this gentleman his name's simon preble listen to it just so you can enjoy the the the, the oral experience of this gentleman oh it's my amazing. gosh that's that's amazing uh i love that and actually it's really funny that you brought up uh audible because i am not an uh a uh, uh, audiobook listener i really love reading like physically like a physical book um but i recently um i want to learn more about money and finances and stuff and so i downloaded audible and i got a book which i haven't started yet but it's called the psychology of money and apparently it's really really good um so i might look into also reading the death of Ivan Ilyich if you say it's really good. So thank you for the rec, Jerry. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the story. It's it's a nice story. Cool. No, it's not nice, but it's a good story. <laughs> cool. Okay, um, I have a few things that made me happy this weekend are going to make me happy. Uh, so I got a few tattoos last weekend, um, and they all make me incredibly happy. And... Um, yeah, I just, I'm really, really happy I got them. And then I finished another book. It's called uh, Sweet Bean Paste. Um, it is a translated novel from Japan and it is, it was absolutely beautiful. It was, it was such a charming book. It, it made me have a lot of feelings. It was, it's such a good book and it's a very easy read as well. Um, I highly recommend it if you are interested in reading something charming and just makes you have a lot of really good feelings. Um, it's called Sweet Bean Paste. And then the other thing that's uh, making me really happy is it's going to be Jiggy, who is my dog, his first birthday on Monday. And I'm really excited. We've had him for, well, we've had, we got him two months after he was born, but he's going to be alive for a year. And that makes me really happy and excited. And I love him so much because he's such a goofy little guy. And um, he brings a lot of joy to everyone around us. So that's what's making me really happy. And uh, yeah, apart from that, you know, all of you listeners, thank you so much for taking the time and listening to us, whether it's in the morning, afternoon or night. We really, really appreciate it so much. And we'll catch you guys really soon. Bye. Bye.